0: wants to bring us to sonship eternal life is the life that God himself has is the life that makes him God Hallelujah the Bible says Christ in you Christ in you the hope of glory Hallelujah You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.
1: lift our hands and worship the Lord. Ooh, it's wonderful. Ooh, it's wonderful. who is wonderful. Ooh, it's wonderful.
2: Ooh, he's wonderful. He is Won't you sing for him? I'll sing for Won't him. not you sing for him? I'll sing for you sing You sing
1: worship you, Lord. You are the Alpha and the omega. The beginning and the end. The author of life. We bless you. The firstborn of the dead. Oh, we adore you, Lord. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Precious Jesus, we adore you. Thank you for your presence with us. Yes. Yes, Lord. Right now our hearts and minds are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. That they'll receive it as the truth of God. That they'll receive it as a better way. That they'll be transformed as your word abides in them. That they'll bring forth much fruits of the word of God. And that grace and peace be multiplied unto them. As they receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, Hallelujah! It's your year of the glorious life. Amen. It's your year. Every day, tell yourself it's my year of the glorious life. It's my year of the glorious life. Don't matter what they say. It's my year of the glorious life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Last week we were we started we're talking about repentance, amen. We're talking about repentance, the importance of repentance. Amen. And we said repentance. Repentance is the, did we define it last week? What did we define it as? To change your tone. Okay, I have a more interesting definition for you today. Amen. Repentance is the process, amen, or act of changing your mind concerning something to the mind of God. the process or act of changing your mind to the mind of God consigning something and turning your ways to the ways of God consigning something. I'll come again. I said, repentance is the act or process of changing your mind to the mind of God, consigning something or and turning your ways or stroke and turning your ways to the ways of God Concerning something. Amen. It's the act of process of changing your mind, your mind, your thoughts to the mind of God concerning something or and turning your ways to the ways of God concerning something. Did you get it? Are you sure everybody got it? Changing your mind to the mind of God concerning something or stroke and turning your ways to the ways of God concerning something. Amen. Ain't that similar with our vision? Yeah. We said transforming people from the ways of man to the ways of God, from the thoughts of man to the thoughts of God. Amen. So it's all about repentance. Glory to God. It's all about repentance. And if you study, if you've been studying your word notes, you will realize that repentance is a process of spiritual growth. Amen. We say spiritual growth is all about being, moving from being carnally minded to becoming what? Spiritually minded. I'll show you. Amen. Remember last week we went to um, that 2nd Chronicles. Let's just go there again. 2nd Chronicles in chapter 7. 2nd Chronicles, the Old Testament, after the book of Kings. 2nd Chronicles chapter 7, from verse 14. Are you there? Second Chronicles, the old testament. All right. It says if my people which are called by my name, Amen. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves, Amen. They shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways this says, then will i hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and will heal what their land hallelujah praise the lord glory to god all right then we went to second corinthians you remember we went to second corinthians in chapter seven 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 10. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. Are you there? Which is for godly sorrow, walketh retreat. Amen. Am I too fast? Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation not to be repented of but the sorrow of the world worketh death. Amen. And in verse 11 it says For behold the selfsame thing that you sorrowed after a godly sought what carefulness is wrought in you yea what clearing of yourselves Ye, what indignation, Amen. Ye, what fear. Ye, what vehement desire. Ye, what zeal. Ye, what revenge. In all things, you have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Hallelujah. Then we talked about the steps of repentance. Hallelujah. We said the first step of repentance is what? Huh? What's the first step? What's the first step? Acknowledging. Amen. Acknowledging your faults. Hallelujah. Acknowledging your faults. And it takes humility to do that. Amen. It takes humility to do that.
2: Hallelujah.
1: It takes humility to do that. If you remember what it says in that Second Chronicles, it says, My people that are called by my name, we humble themselves will humble themselves. Amen. You see, you have to humble yourself. There are some people that don't humble themselves. Amen. Even when it comes to God, they don't humble themselves. Hallelujah. They're proud. You say, can somebody be proud? Yes, they're proud. Even that God, they're proud. They're proud. And you know what? God hates pride. Amen. God hates pride. If you read, when we talked about the fear of the Lord, it says in that Proverbs, it says, the fear of the Lord is what? To hate evil, the first thing is what? It is pride and arrogance do I hate. It is pride. A proud man doesn't accept his faults. He's too proud to see his faults. Amen. He's too proud. You're telling me you know why are why, why you could tell me <laughs> yeah. They're proud. They don't see their faults. With people they don't see their fault with God. Amen. Refuse to be like that, refuse to be proud like that. Amen. It's evil. Amen. And one of the definitions of pride is refusing to accept what God has said about something. Amen. That's one of the definition of pride. Refusing to accept what God has said about something, you refuse to accept, you refuse to you refuse to accept God's view on a matter. That's how you know you're a proud person. somebody that refuses to accept God's view what God has said about this thing is wrong and you're still on it, you're still doing it you have refused to accept God's view Amen now remember I told you I said I said repentance is not repentance is not just um, oh maybe I think I did something wrong yeah, I'm not calm and say oh God I'm sorry forgive me No, it's not just that. Repentance, I said repentance is about changing your mind. Amen. Your mindset to the mind of God. Amen. And turning your ways to the ways of God. And what is that? That's spiritual growth. Amen. So that tells you that your spiritual growth is powered by repentance. Your so life should be a life of repentance. Are you seeing it? Yeah. Or oh, does it doesn't renew your mind, renew your mind, it's changing your mind, amen. And that's repentance, repentance needs to change your mind to God's mind. Amen. When we preach the message of salvation, people are expected to repent. What mindset are they supposed to repent to? They are supposed to accept God's view concerning His Son. They are supposed to change their mind concerning Jesus. When they change their mind concerning Jesus, that Jesus Christ is Lord. When they accept that mindset. When they believe it. When they accept it. They are born again. They are saved. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the message we preach to the, to the, uh, the, unbelievers. That's the message Jesus preached. Can I show you? Let's go to that uh, Matthew, Saint Matthew's Gospel. For those of you who haven't seen, it, chapter four, verse seventeen. Saint Matthew's Gospel, chapter four, verse seventeen. the message? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's the message that John preached. Amen. Hallelujah. When John started preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was telling them to change their mind and change their ways. And when Jesus came, that was the message he preached. Repent. Are you there? Matthew, St. Matthew's Gospel. Are you there? Chapter 4 verse 17. It says, from that time. Jesus began to preach. And to say repent. For the kingdom of heaven. Is at hand. Amen. In the apostles. That's how they preached. That's what they preached. Glory to God. But it's not just for. It's not just for those unsaved, when they come in. When you're not a Christian, there's still a lot of repentance to do. Amen. There's still a lot of changing of mindsets. Hallelujah. There's still a lot to change your mind about. There's still a lot to change your mind about. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Am I too fast? Glory to God. I was saying something last week and I said, let me break it down for you because I might not teach on it. So, you know, sometimes when we correct people or maybe you rebuke somebody that's doing something wrong. Many times they say to you, "Don't judge, don't judge." I've never encountered such people. They say, "Stop judging me, stop. Ju- <laughs> you don't have a right to judge me. <laughs> don't judge, you know." And they say such things. And many times when they say such things, you, you, they cannot shut you off. Okay, you say, yeah, "I'm not judging. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm not judging." <laughs> Praise the Lord. Have you read First Corinthians chapter five? Have you read it? Have you read it? Yeah? Have you read it? What does it say? Let's go there, let me show you something. First Corinthians chapter five. From verse nine, right? Are you there? Are you there? Verse 9. He says, I wrote unto you in an episode not to company with what? Fornicators. That means there was a letter before this, right? So he says, in that letter, he wrote to them not to company. That means not to be friends with fornicators. Amen. And we said, fornicators are those who have sexual intercourse. People who are not married that have sexual intercourse. Amen. Yet, not all together with the fornicators of this world. It is all or with the of or extortioners, or with the idolaters. For then you must need to go out of the world. I'm not saying that you should not... I'm not talking about all the fornicators of the world. Amen. He said, hey, I'm not talking about the whole world. Verse 11. He said, but now I have written unto you, not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother, a man, be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner. with such a one, no, not to eat, first God, are you seeing that he says hey come on he says he says what I'm telling you is that means in the first letter he didn't explain so that maybe they got a lot of things wrong he says what I mean is don't be close to a man like modern day he says don't don't be close to somebody with a Christian that is a fornicator Amen. It says, don't be a close friend to such a Christian. It says, don't even eat with such a person. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody says, hey, are we not supposed to walk in love? love. <laughs> this is the Bible. <laughs> it's telling you something. Hallelujah. you this it is the way the love works. <laughs> he says, verse 12 what have I to judge them that are without? He says, do not ye judge them that are within? He says, but them that are without, God judges. Therefore, put away from yourselves that wicked person. Amen. What is he saying? He's saying, he says, when he talks about the fornicators of this world. is talking about unbelievers that are fornicators. He says, I'm not judged. He says, we are not judged unbelievers. Those ones. He says, God will judge them. He says, we are to judge. He said, don't you judge those that are inside? He says, we are to judge Christians. We are to judge Christians that are in, those who are in church. Amen. Are you guys in it? Is it in your Bible? Are you sure? He says, Oh. he says do not yet judge them that are within that means those who are in Christ he says you have to judge them hallelujah you have to judge them how can somebody be fornicator and he said, don't judge me don't judge me don't judge me there are a lot of crazy things we see on, on the internet about things that are happening around the world amen I, 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 I was reading and I saw something. I saw a pastor, a female pastor that is pregnant and she's not married. And she says she's, she was so happy when she got pregnant that she doesn't judge herself. She's not. She doesn't feel bad. And I'm like, for real? A female pastor in the United States? She's pregnant. She's not yet married. Praise the Lord. And it's not true medical. This thing, you understand? Praise the Lord. So what? What am I saying? What am I saying? This is what I'm. This is what God is saying. The things that we judge are, for instance, there are things I told you before. I think on Wednesday. The things that God has revealed that are seen. Amen. The things that are clearly revealed from scriptures, that they are seen. Those things we have the right to judge. Amen. When we see people doing those things, we judge them. Hallelujah. We judge them. They are disputable matters. Amen. There are things that the scripture does not reveal that these things are seen. Amen. Those ones we can say, oh, it's not revealed from Scripture that it's sin. But the one that is revealed from Scripture that it's sin, somebody is doing it and you're telling them and it's saying, don't judge me. Don't. It's rubbish. Amen. The Bible says that we should judge with righteous judgment. Amen. That means you are judging with what God has, has, has revealed. Amen. This judge with righteous judgment. Uh, let's show you that. Uh, the Lord said that to the people. Let's go to John chapter 7. John chapter 7 verse 24. So when people tell you don't judge, and they are doing something wrong, you these verses I'm telling you, you quote it to them. Say, I have right to judge. The Bible says we should judge. First Corinthians chapter 5 verse um, And this one I'm showing you. Is it going to read First Corinthians chapter 5? You will see that this thing you are doing is, is clearly. You see, I'm judging with righteous judgment. Amen. Are you there? John chapter 5, verse 7. You know, the world is amazing. We're living in a day where people who are sinning don't want to be called sinners. <laughs> Isn't that funny? They don't want to be called sinners and that's what pride that's what pride is. John 7:24. Are you there? It says judge not according to appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Amen. you see that? It says judge righteous judgment. I what does it mean to judge? What does it mean to judge? It means to, to, to what? To what? Correct. Uh, not just correct, rather. It means to tell somebody what he's doing is wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. You see? This what you're doing is wrong. This is sin. What you're doing is a sin. Because you're judging, you're judging against the person. Amen. You're judging against the person. You're accusing the person. It's an accusation. Amen. Accusing the person that what he's doing is sin. Amen. Hallelujah. You're rebuking the person that, hey, this thing you're doing is sin. Hallelujah. And many people don't like that. They say, don't judge me. Judge me. Don't judge me. It's something like that, right? <laughs> Praise God. It's a song like that. I just remember. Don't judge me. You will be judged. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you read chapter 6, you understand that we are to judge the world. You understand? So even though we are not judging the world now, then we will judge the world. Now we are judging the church. <laughs> Praise God. Don't let anybody try to use Scripture to shut you up when you're correcting them. That's devilish. It's like what the devil did. If so I'm the son of God if you are the son of God, you know, he quoted the scripture, he shall give his angels charge over you. You know? So many of these people that do wrong, they have they, they, they have scriptures that they use to back themselves. But not around you. Amen. You have too much wisdom for that. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, when someone refuses to accept what he's doing is wrong, it's pride. Amen. It's like what he said in that first John. Right? First John chapter one. He says, If if we confess our sin, let's go there. First John chapter one. 1st John chapter 1 from verse 9 he says if we confess our sins he says he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness he says if we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us you see that glory to God
2: If if,
1: if. So I say number one step is acknowledging your fault, Amen. You see my people that are called by my name will humble themselves. Amen. They will humble themselves. Glory to God. You humble yourself. It's a fruit of the Spirit. You humble yourself. It's humility. It's it's meekness. You acknowledge. Oh. Oh, what God has said. What God? Ah, ah, I didn't know. Oh, God, I did this. This is wrong. God's word said is wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. And I say you've got to be quick you got to be quick to acknowledge your fault once you discover what God has said about it is wrong. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. It's like, you know, when I pray, I said that you would accept God's word as the better way. Amen. As a better way. That's what I'm talking about. I said spiritual growth is repentance. It's powered by repentance. Until you repent, you cannot grow spiritually. Amen. You cannot grow. You can grow spiritually until you repent. So we talk about changing your mind. Oh, so when you come to church, there should be you should have there should be a lot of repentance. Amen. Because as you hear the word of God, as you accept God's word as a better way, there should be a lot of change of mindset. Amen. There should be a lot of change of mindset. That's how you can grow. This is what John calls even as you're so prosperous. Amen. This is even as you're so prosperous. But when we keep saying the same thing again, do this, do this, and you're not doing it, it means you have not repented. It means you've not repented. That's what it means. Because you see, when you hear the word... When you hear the word, you repent. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, this is what I'm doing. It's wrong. Oh, yes. Glory to God. Remember, remember, in, in Renew Your Mind series, I told you something. I said, the reason you have not yet changed some things is because to you, you, you have am- not seen it, that it is wrong. Right. Amen. Remember that? I say that? Hallelujah. It says, says that solid food is for the matured. To those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. I see the reason that some Christians, the reason you're still doing some things and they're telling you don't do it, don't do it. So you, you have not, your, your eyes, your spiritual eyes are not open enough to see. You have not been able to exercise your mind to discern That this thing is wrong. When you discern that ah, this thing is wrong, ah, you won't do it again. Hallelujah. That's it. To you, it is not yet wrong. It's like those who wear trousers and they do low waist, you know, the guys. To them, it's not wrong. You understand what are you doing? You know, people are. so today is not wrong. They've not seen that it's wrong. It's the day that they see with their own eyes, with their mental faculties in that this thing is wrong, That they'll start dressing up right. Amen. Same thing, Same thing with the ladies. Same thing with the ladies. Same thing with the ladies. Until you see with your eyes that, ah, When you wear something supposed to be below your knee, you're not supposed to wear tight revealing clothes until you see it with your eyes that it is wrong. No matter what they tell you. Pastor will talk. Parents will talk. Teacher will talk. Everybody will talk. You will not see it because you have not yet seen with your eyes, with your mind, that it is wrong. Your mindset has not yet changed. A repentance has not taken place. When you see That it is wrong, a repentance will take place. You will repent. Your mindset will change about it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, I'm repenting. I'm repenting. Say, I'm quick to repentance. Hallelujah. So I say number one, acknowledgement. This is they will humble themselves. Number two, godly sorrow. Oh mm. godly sorrow. Godly grief. Oh, this thing is wrong. Ah. I didn't know. I didn't know. I won't do this thing again. Mm. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't know I was hurting God. I didn't know I hurt that person. Mm. Oh Godly sorrow. Glory to God. Amen.
0: Glory to God.
1: So we said Godly sorrow. Amen. Godly sorrow. Where does God's sorrow come from? It comes from a change of mind. Oh, you feel bad. Oh, this thing you have done is wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You see? There's a... There's a working of the Spirit. Repentance is at work in you. Hallelujah. It's like what he says in that... Let's read that verse. uh, Second Corinthians chapter 7. Let's go back there. He said a lot of things. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter seven. Verse eleven. It says for behold, it is the same same thing that you have sorrowed after a godly sought. He said what carefulness is wrought in you. You see, there was a carefulness. See, what clearing of yourself, what indignation, what fear. Hallelujah. You see what fear? What fear? Oh. What I did was wrong. Huh? What I did was wrong. Oh. As a fear. a fear of God towards that thing. Oh. You see. The knowledge has brought fear to you. The knowledge of God. Oh, it's wrong. It brings fear. No, 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 no. I can't. It's unpleasant to God. It's unpleasant to God. You see? That change of mind. Hallelujah! This is ye, what vehement desire? Ye, what zeal? Hallelujah! What zeal? A zeal to do what is right. A zeal not to do it again. Hallelujah! A zeal. A zeal to repent. A zeal not to do it again. Hallelujah. You see, so that's number three, right? That's number three: an actual change of mind. Hallelujah! An actual change of mind. Hallelujah! An actual change of mind. Number three. Actual change of mind concerning that thing. An actual change of mind. Change of mind and turning of ways, an actual change of mind and turn of ways. You see, oh, there's a change in mind. This is what zeal. Hallelujah. When you do that, the step four, when you realize what you have done is wrong. And you feel bad about it. And now you have changed your mind. There's a revenge. Hallelujah. Everybody says, This is what revenge. Hallelujah. There's a revenge. Mm, this won't happen again. Mm, it won't happen again. It mm, 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 won't happen again. This is what revenge. Revenge on that sin. You're not revenging on that sin that you committed, that wrong that you did, same what happened again. Then, you are now ready to ask for forgiveness. So, number four, you ask for forgiveness. Hallelujah. You pray. my people that I called my name will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He says, yes, I'll hear from heaven. He says, I'll forgive them. And I'll cleanse them. Hallelujah. I'll cleanse their land. So that's number four. So number one, acknowledgement. Number two, godly sorrow. Number three, an actual change of mind and turning of ways. Amen. You plan your, your turning of ways. You plan it. And you pray. Oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm so sorry. I did this thing wrong. I I, I receive forgiveness. I receive forgiveness. I make up my mind it won't happen again. I ask that you cleanse me. Hallelujah. I ask for forgiveness. I receive it right now. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Now you cannot ask God, oh forgive me God. Somebody said is that all? Yes. What will happen when you do this? Let's go. To that first John. Let's go back to first John in chapter one. Somebody says saying sometimes you ask for forgiveness, but that thing is still there. No, it won't be there. And true repentance is not there. Verse nine. First John one nine. Are you there? You there? If we confess our sins, you see, you have now confessed and prayer. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and and what? To cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's it. You know that is that means he releases an ability for you. To overcome that sin. That's what it means. it says it will cleanse you. Cleanse from all righteousness. That's it. Amen. It will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. That thing that made that weakness that make you sin, that weakness, you'll be cleansed from it. See? So he doesn't just forgive you, he will cleanse you from that thing. You now have dominion over that sin. You now have dominion over that unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a complete package. It doesn't just forgive you and, you know, it will cleanse you from that thing. That's like what he said in that John chapter 15. He said, He that bare fruit, he punches it that it might bring forth more fruits. He says, You are clean to the world. Hallelujah. Yeah. See? So he will cleanse you from that thing. And he will teach you that's what the Holy Ghost does in your life. Since when the Holy Ghost sees that you have you have, you are sincere with this thing, you are sincere in your repentance, in your in your uh your you are really sorry. He will not teach you how to overcome that thing. Amen. He will not give you wisdom. So that you don't find yourself in that thing again. Hallelujah. You see, he will not teach you how to overcome it. Then you will have conquered it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. That's what he does for you. Amen. That's what he does for you. That's what he does for you very important, very important, you must know how to repent and you must repent and I say repentance is continuous, amen, as you hear the word of God you change your mind, it doesn't have to be a sin per se that you repent from, the wrong mindset, you change your mindset oh as you hear the word of God on how to become a better you, your responsibilities in Christ yeah I repent. ah, I'll become more fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. people yeah. don't come to church. they miss church once a while. You say, oh God, I'm sorry, I didn't go to church today. I'm sorry <laughs> you are not they don't plan not to miss church. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry God. I didn't go to church today. With no plan of repentance, that kind of sorry is not accepted. Amen. It's not accepted. Yeah, there are some people sometimes they want to apologize to you, they just come and say sorry. I'm sorry. You know that in their sorry, there's no repentance in it. It's just for saying sake. They just want to say sorry so that in the record they'll say I'm sorry. I told him. I told. You, I told you, I told her I'm sorry. You Amen. So even in your, in your Dealings with one another. Learn to repent. Learn to apologize correctly. Amen. To, because if you don't know how to apologise to man, this is not God you don't know how to apologise to. Hallelujah. Learn to apologize rightly. Amen. When you do something wrong towards someone, acknowledge your fault. Amen. Humble yourself. Acknowledge your faults. Oh, that's what I did. got offended about this. Brother, so-and-so, or mommy got offended about this. Daddy got offended. Go and say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. You show emotion. Amen. Hallelujah. You show emotion. When you know how to apologize to man, you will not know how to apologize to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You understand what repentance is now, right? Glory to God. See, I'm repenting. By the Spirit of God. My mind is being changed. My ways are being turned. To the mind of God. To the ways of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Talk to God. Give him thanks. Talk to God.
0: to bring us to sonship
2: eternal life
0: is the life that God himself has is the life that makes him God hallelujah the Bible says Christ in you Christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah you now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.
2: If you believe in Jesus Christ
0: and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. O oh, Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and I have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God.
2: Amen.